I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Welcome back. Uh, We're glad to have you here with us. Uh, Now, I'm going to share a story today. Normally, uh, the last couple of times I've shared some uh, personal stories. They've been about uh, working with the schools. But this evening, I'm going to share a story about uh, what I do during the summertime. I work for a day camp. Oh, boy. And I can just imagine some of the should I say hilarious or unusual or unique stories that might emanate from summer camp? I think all of those words would describe working at summer (laughs) camp. Uh, Let me put it this way. I have been working at this camp uh, for a very long time. I started working there when I was 17. And um, so that was back in 2002. So 18, 19 years I've been working for, for this city of Parks and Rec camp. Um, and I, I can tell you there have been a lot of stories along the way of things that have happened, um, bizarre things, funny things, uh, just a whole lot of things, about, a whole lot of things. How about picking out one for us this evening? Okay, yeah, I'll pick out one. I'll, I'll pick out uh, one for you. The one that pops in my head right now uh, deals with one day at the camp when we had decided we were going to do what we referred to as a carnival day. Um, so carnivals, when you think of carnivals, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Mm, clowns. Okay. <laughs> okay, sure, clowns. Um, well. Uh, rides. Rides, yeah, rides and food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so candy. Yeah. So basically that was what we were trying to accomplish. And most of the people, me included, we would act like clowns uh, any other day of the week. Uh, So we had that one covered. But what we had decided to do is we were going to do a a carnival day. And um, mom, uh, my mother, uh, was the director at the camp and, uh, and her friend. And so we had organized everything, uh, my now sister-in-law, Christina, brought in a cotton candy maker, uh, our good friend Cody. He brought in his fryer from home, and we set everything up uh, so that we could have some fried food, which is always classic when you have a carnival, and cotton candy. And, of course, we, we, we did a lot of experimenting with that cotton candy machine, including putting Kool-Aid into the cotton candy machine. Mm, I'm getting uh, hungry. Yeah, well, let me tell you this, putting raw Kool-Aid into a cotton candy machine <laughs> tastes disgusting. So, because it's a concentrate, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point it wasn't too bad because there was a lot of sugar in there from when we were just doing cotton candy. So that kind of tasted good until all of the sugar got out and we were just down to the Kool-Aid. Then it was it was disgusting. Um, so we were doing all of this. We were having fun. You know, we were making uh, deep fried PB&J sandwiches and all sorts of other stuff. We... I mean, we pretty much, we double fried French fries. You know, we took already fried French fries, put them in batter, and then deep fried those to see how they taste. So I, I, all I can say is we were having a fantastic day. We were having a lot of fun with the kids. Uh, we were having fun acting like kids. Uh, and PB&J sandwiches would be peanut butter and jelly. Yes, for anybody who doesn't know what a PB&J is, 
it's peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And we were using the uh, the pre-made ones that uh, don't have any crust on them. They're kind of like a little peanut butter and jelly pie. And so we, we would deep fry those. So we were having a great day. Um, I had actually brought in a ventriloquist dummy because I, I like playing jokes. And I have friends that have a great sense of humor. And uh, so during the summertime... Um, a lot of times we'll play jokes on each other uh, towards the last few days of camp and just kind of turn it into a prank war. And I know my friend Cody does not like mannequins or ventriloquist dummies. They're something that scares the living daylights out of him. So I have the ventriloquist dummy that you got for me when I was in the fourth grade, uh, my Simon Says doll. And so throughout the day, we would put the, the doll like near the fryer or, you know, in, in Cody's chair just to, to get him going. Uh, we even had a wonderful picture that was taken towards the, uh, the end of the day. We had everybody on the stage, and uh, I didn't tell him I had the doll. And so in the picture, I had put the doll's hand on his shoulder, and it's just sitting above him. And he had noticed it right when the picture was taken, so he has this kind of shocked look on his face with the doll there. So, uh, again, it was just a fantastic day. And so we had decided to round out the day with one of the things I love to do, what we're doing right now, telling stories. So I have this thing at the camp that I do where I tell campfire stories, and I pull out some of my favorite uh, campfire story books that have scary stories, and I'll even make up some very funny, silly stories to tell for the kids. And we had a room set up where I, I would bring in this fake campfire that I had made with uh, you know, some, some a twig wreath, and some cellophane, yellow and red cellophane, and a tap light in the center of it. And it would be the makeshift fire because that's all we could afford to do. But it worked, and, you know, and the kids loved it, and they'd all sit around. We'd dim the lights in the room that we had set up, and we'd start telling our stories, and they all get into it, and I'd bring marshmallows and Oreos, and we'd just have a good old time. And it would usually just be me, Christina, Cody, and some of the kids, and we would do this thing. So just had a fabulous day. We're rounding it out with these stories. We're really getting into it. I had the dummy there because I came up with some silly, wacky story with the dummy. And then all of a sudden, the door comes bursting open. My mother comes running into the room. And she's talking very loud and very fast. And she says, there's gas smell in the building. We got to get everybody out. Get everybody. Get Grab all the kids. Grab all the kids. Get out of the room. And then she goes, but be calm. <laughs> I don't know how you can be calm after somebody comes bursting into a room screaming that there's a gas leak in the building. So we're all trying to like process what's just happened now. And so we're getting the kids out of the room and everything, trying to push everything out. Uh, and I, I said, oh, wait, I forgot the dummy. And, of course, Cody's coming out with me, and he grabbed me by both of my shoulders, and he pulled me in tight, and he looked at me, and with teeth gritted, he goes, leave the darn doll behind. <laughs> and he dragged me out of the room, and, and we get outside, and we have all the kids out there. They have no idea what's going on. We're, we're all trying to figure out what's happening. The fire trucks are pulling up into the parking lot and everything. And, I mean, it was just like it was a whole ordeal. And we're, we're talking about, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, can you believe what's happening? And yada, yada, yada. The kids asked if the building was burning down. I said, no, that's not happening. They said, oh, darn, that means we have to go back to school when summer's over. <laughs> I said, well, yeah, I guess you will. Uh, 
It's funny, you know, anytime something happens at the school building, the first thing that pops into a kid's mind is, will the building burn down and how fast can we make that happen? They were very disappointed that the, the, the building did not burn down that day. So, uh, but while we're sitting out there waiting for the all clear from the fire chief, you know, that uh, we don't have to worry about any gas vapors or anything, um, Christina had to call her mom, my mother-in-law, and uh, she, I'll never forget this, she said uh, to my mother-in-law, she goes, um, how bad do you need to have that cotton candy maker? And uh, Amelia goes, um, bad, why? She goes, well, um, we have a bit of a, a situation where there's a gas leak in the building, so uh, I might have to bring it home tomorrow. And I could, I could hear Amelia over the phone tell Christina, you don't leave that school until you have that cotton candy maker in your hand. Do you understand? <laughs> so Christina had to stay there the entire time until it was cleared. And then she could collect that cotton candy maker and bring it back home. And fortunately enough, uh, we didn't have to spend the entire day outside. Eventually they did clear it. It turns out it was just something to do with uh, one of the one of the stoves in the cafeteria that uh, I'm not sure if there was something wrong where it had a leak or something or if it had been left on because we did have lunches at that time where they would bring the cafeteria workers in and they would prep the meals for the kids and they could get a lunch there at the school. Um, so it was it was probably one of those two things. But uh, fortunately enough, it was not that big of an issue and they were able to uh, get it taken care of so we could finish out our day. But I remember <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, before we had packed everything up, uh, the heat from the cotton candy machine had blown a lot of the cotton candy up towards the ceiling. And when we looked up, it looked like there was a spider web that had been made by the cotton candy, this pink, reddish pink spider web type looking thing. And it was cotton candy that had gotten stuck up there. Uh, about, I want to say three or four years ago, I was back over at that school and I was on the stage uh, reminiscing with uh, somebody about that, and I looked up, and sure enough, that little pink spider web of cotton candy was still there. So, I mean, that kind of raises questions about how often they clean that stage or <laughs> if it even gets cleaned at all. But it was funny because once I saw that, I had to give uh, Christina a call, and I said, hey, you remember that day when we did the carnival and everything? And we started talking about some of the fun memories we had. But I can tell you this, I will never forget that day. Well, the story has a happy ending. Your dummy made it uh, safely back oh, home. The yeah. cotton candy machine made it safely back home. And uh, uh, Cody was able to go home uh, reasonably in a calm state of mind. That's true, yes. Although I know Cody was hoping that the building would have burned down with the dummy <laughs> inside of it. <laughs> yeah. So, But Simon did come home with me. And, and every once in a while when we see him, I... I like to bring my friend Simon along too. So, <laughs> so. and I know, folks, uh, you have lots of stories just like this, and they're the kind of stories that bring a smile to your face, and and uh, they jog your memory of some of the, the things that have happened in your past that oh, just make life pleasant. Yeah, life can be entertaining, and, yes, and I think we should absolutely. enjoy it. Yeah. So, but once again, I'm Richard, and I'm Gary. And it may not have been incredible, but that was definitely a good story.